0: You're listening to the Badass Birthers Podcast, your space for realistic, empowering stories and support to help you cut through the mommy marketing and Pinterest parent perfection to cultivate a bullshit-free bump life and beyond. I'm your host, Liz Winters. As a mom, doula, nutritionist, and trainer, I'm here to help you alleviate the stress, overwhelm, and hashtag mom guilt to create a pregnancy and postpartum experience you actually love. Skip the 3 a.m. Google search and social media scrolling and join us each week for evidence-based guidance, hopefully entertaining anecdotes, and badass birth stories to inspire you along the way. Please know the information shared on this podcast should not be considered medical advice. Please, please, please check in with your provider before implementing any changes. Well, hello, badass birthers. Uh, long time no-see here. Uh, Liz here. And thanks for tuning in to this week's episode. You know, this the last few months have been um, <laughs> wild. So I started this podcast, have interviews in, in the books. We've got all these things rolling. And... Then in November, we found out that we are pregnant with baby number four. And holy guacamole, my world kind of turned upside down. This was very much a planned pregnancy, now that I have to justify any of this. But the first trimester truly knocked me on my ass (laughs) so hard. And I just... I couldn't hit publish. I couldn't hit publish. I couldn't do a lot of things and the podcast got moved to the back burner. But now that I am about 18 weeks along, I'm feeling a lot better. I am excited to be kind of making my way back into the swing of things. So I have to tell you that chasing around my two littles at home with our zoo of a house and being pregnant is truly the only workout that I'll ever need, um, (laughs) ever again. Uh, so today this all relates. I just wanted to give you that kind of backstory. So feeling really excited about this pregnancy, really nervous, you know, lots, lots of big feelings. And today we're going to talk about what to do when you find out you're pregnant. It's one of those things that so many people are Googling and we're like, Oh my God. Okay. I'm pregnant cool. Now, like now what? Now what? So first things first, take the time to process those feelings. Pause, reflect, give yourself a moment. There is no wrong way to feel and no right way to feel When you pee on a stick and it has those two lines or the smiley face or the pregnant or whatever kind of test you took come up, you might feel a bajillion things all at once. And that is 1,000% normal. It is also 1,000% normal if you don't feel super elated or super connected to your pregnancy instantly. It's totally normal. It's okay if you don't feel excited and instead you go, holy shit, now what? It's also normal to feel super excited, super joyous, instantly like a new parent, instantly like a mom, if that's a title that you relate to, and at the same time go, holy fuck, now what? We are complex creatures. We can hold multiple emotions at the same time. So I just really want to like hammer that point home. That it's okay to feel all of the feelings at the same time. <laughs> Trust me, I've been there. Like I am so excited about this pregnancy. We have always wanted a big family, but at the same time, for those of you who don't know um, our story, and, and I'll share that. I had planned on sharing it by now, but I sure haven't, but I will share it. Um, you know, like I said, this is my fourth pregnancy. And actually, technically, this is the fifth time I've gotten a positive pregnancy test, but um, I had a, like a very, very early miscarriage right after the stillbirth of our second kiddo. Um, so, you know, we have seen what I like to say, both the best possible outcomes of pregnancy and some of the worst. And so becoming pregnant and going through labor and birth and all of these things It's really loaded. It's really charged, both emotionally and physically, and it can be hard to hold all of those feelings in one space. So the other thing, as you find out that you're pregnant, decide who you want to share your news with. Now, like I said, I I have had you know what they would call a chemical pregnancy. Um, I remember it well. We had just started trying again after the loss of our son, and I was miscarrying through my daughter's. Third birthday. What a way to spend the day. Um, and I can kind of joke about it now because I use humor as my own little like grieving mechanism. My point is, in sharing that, is that one in four pregnancies end in loss. And those statistics can be so scary and so alarming, especially as you're navigating pregnancy for the first time, or if you're navigating pregnancy after loss. Um, It can be, you know, kind of unnerving. And then there's this huge stigma around loss. You know, we feel like we can't share about pregnancies until 12 weeks, um, that we can't announce that to the world as soon as we find out. And you can absolutely choose who you want to share that news with. I think we often wait until 12 weeks because that's when the, the risk of loss goes down substantially. But here's the thing is that you know, going through that very early miscarriage, going through our our stillbirth, um, I was so thankful for the people that I had told. Now, this doesn't mean that I necessarily wanted to shout it from the Instagram rooftops or make a huge announcement. I could have if I wanted to, right? That's that's totally within my prerogative. Um, but having that support network to go fuck, something really awful is happening to me right now. And I just need somebody to talk to or not talk to, somebody to just like help with the other kiddos, to just hold space or take me out for a coffee, to just know that I'm struggling. And so as you find out that you're pregnant, it's hard to think about the worst, right? Like we, we want to think about all of the amazing things. And I don't want to be negative. I'm not like, sitting over here being like, negative Nancy. But part of preparing for birth and for becoming a parent is to think about all of the possibilities and what we would do in all of these different scenarios. And we do this in Badass Birthers Club. When we we go through birth plans and postpartum plans, it's like, okay, we talk about the ideal situation, right? We talk about what we would love to have happen in that labor and delivery room or in that home birth situation, But we also go through the what-ifs, and that's so we can have that strong support. We aren't having to make those decisions and, like, seek out things from that place in that time of stress. So that really gives you the opportunity to have that space to to process and relieve stress, et cetera. So I know we're not talking about birth plans today. That's going to be a whole other episode. But as you, you know, pee on that stick (laughs) and you decide that you decide you're pregnant, you discover that you're pregnant, decide who you want to share your news with. Who, Who would you want to celebrate with you, even in secret? And maybe that is just your partner, and that's okay. Maybe it's your mom. Maybe it's that friend from school. Maybe it's that friend that has also had early miscarriages and you know that they would understand. Who would you want to support you? if the worst happens. The other thing to do as soon as you find out you're pregnant is to call your primary care provider, OB-GYN, connect with somebody in a to support team to let them know that you're pregnant to establish that care. They may decide to do a blood draw to confirm pregnancy. And then often people, people, professionals, medical professionals will schedule a, a dating ultrasound. Um, for viability and to confirm that, you know, the baby, you're as far as long as they think they are, um, around eight weeks. And also, please know, and we will talk about this in our next episode, you do not have to commit to this provider for your entire pregnancy and birth. So maybe you have a primary care provider or an OB-GYN, but you are really want to try for a home birth. Amazing. Call your primary care provider or that gynecologist, and they can at least help you with these first two steps, and then you have some time to find that perfect midwifery team that you want, or that perfect hospital that you want to have that care with. You have options, and you have time. A lot of providers may not see you prior to that eight to ten week timeframe, which can feel like a really long time to wait. So you don't have to wait that long to seek out support. So let's say that, you know, your provider says, hey, we're not going to see, have you come in until that eight-week mark, but you're like, I need to talk through this now. Come talk to us in Badass Birthers Club. We support people from that, you know, positive pregnancy test. Shoot, you could message us from the bathroom if you feel like it. All the way to a year plus postpartum. Like, we're really here. We're along for the whole ride. It's pretty freaking magical. So again, if you are just in those early weeks of pregnancy, you've just discovered you're pregnant, don't forget to pause and process those feelings. Decide who you want to share that news with and to start establishing care. It's never too early to establish care. (laughs) I would love to hear from you all. How did you feel when you first found out you were pregnant? What was going through your mind? Do you remember? Please feel free. Send in a voice memo. It's so nice to hear from our fabulous badass birthers to know that we are not alone in this big, big time in our lives. All right, friends. I will see you next week.